farm kids. My sister's children started kindy and school in the city, and when their paternal grandmother was alive, would visit the farm where she lived by the sea. Like most townies, they were more comfortable in the city than in the country, though they reveled in being able to walk down to the beach and swim every day, all day. A couple of years after their grandmother died, D.W. died, and my brother-in-law and sister moved back to the family farm. It was strange for the children at first. They had been used to street lights and the flashing of car lights at night and the constant noise of living in a busy street full of people. There were double lanes of cars at the busiest times when school kids and buses and cars travelled to and fro past their house that was in complete contrast to dark nights broken by however bright the night sky was of stars and moon. The days were full of fun and new activities that the children had not previously been able to do because they were visiting. Their father had been born and raised on the farm, and, like most farm kids, did everything that he had a mind to. He showed his son how to drive and where he could go. Countless others had learnt to drive on the farm for generations before him. My nephew was ten, his sister was seven, and the youngest was five. Sometimes the learner driver would see something that caught his eye and drive over a rough patch. The five-year-old would tumble off and the sister would tell the driver. Hurry up, run and jump back in, the driver would say, and run the little one would, and jump back in with his sister's help. The driver wasn't keen on stopping when he was going uphill and figured it was easier for the younger one to catch him up. He was not driving very fast. He got better at stopping and starting later, but the younger one said he got faster at running and didn't mind. The youngest had only just started swimming lessons when they moved from the city, but his big brother and sister taught him how to use floaters and flippers. The two younger ones relied on their big brother for most things. They had the dogs and the cats and horses and all the other animals, but they trusted their big brother for everything. He was a good big brother to them. He has always been very reliable and serious-minded. He would tow the kayak that they kept down by the woolshed, which was next to the beach, behind him as he swam. Being the eldest, he was used to looking out for them. They had all been Mensa students, but, isolated at the end of the road, with the nearest school 
a slippery goat track of a road away in the winter, it was easier to be homeschooled. They were correspondence kids for a number of years and revived the old schoolroom that their father and his siblings had used. They would speed through their work and head out to ride horses or work with their dad, but spent much of their time together in the kayak with their big brother, who would set the pots for crayfishing, or collect power, or kinna, and hand it to them before swimming back with them to shore. <laughs>